0: Joshua chapter number 4, if we'll turn our Bibles this evening to Joshua chapter number 4. And we look forward to seeing what the Bible has for us tonight. I Thank you for the music. Wonderful day in the house of the Lord. And we do look forward to all the things that the Lord has in store for us. Now tonight I want to just bring a a simple truth, a simple thought. uh, That's an important one uh, that I think will be a help to us. And uh, tomorrow being the Memorial Day holiday. And it will be kind of along those lines. Uh, But I'm not going to be long at all. I know you hate it when I say that but I mean it this time, really. Uh, I, I'm not going to keep you long. Um, it is 6.27, according to that clock back there. And I, I look, see that time, and I pro- make a promise to you, I will let you out before dark. And so I uh, will let you out before dark. Uh, but we'll look at Joshua uh, chapter number 4. <clears throat> I'm going to read the first nine verses. And is it, is it God good? And uh, week after week, God just blesses us, and uh, God just just uses His Word to strengthen us, to challenge us, uh, and then the things that we get to be a part of and see how God uh, works and continues to work. And uh, I, I am just constantly amazed at the goodness of God, constantly amazed that uh, He would use us Uh, to accomplish his purpose. And so uh, it has nothing to do with the message. I just felt like saying all that this evening. Uh, Joshua chapter number 4, verse number 1. And it came to pass, when all the people were clean passed over Jordan, that the Lord spake unto Joshua, saying, Take you twelve men out of the people, out of of every tribe of a man. And command ye them, saying, Take you hence out of the midst of Jordan, out of the place where the priest's feet stood firm, twelve stones, And ye shall carry them over with you, and leave them in the lodging place where ye shall lodge this night. And Joshua called the twelve men, whom he had prepared of the children of Israel, out of every tribe a man. And Joshua said unto them, Pass over before the ark of the Lord your God into the midst of Jordan. And take ye up every man of you a stone upon his shoulder, according unto the number of the tribes of the children of Israel, that this may be a sign among you, that when your children ask their fathers in time to come, saying, What mean ye by these stones? Then ye shall answer them that the waters of Jordan were cut off before the ark of the covenant of the Lord. When it passed over Jordan, the waters of Jordan were cut off. And these stones shall be for a memorial unto the children of Israel forever. Now, certainly, we are aware that tomorrow we celebrate as Americans' Memorial Day. And that day is set aside to remember some things. It's set on the calendar as a memorial. Uh, and certainly that gets us to think about the sacrifices that are made. It should get us to think about sacrifices that are made. It should get us to reflect on some things that, uh, to keep us thankful for the nation that we have. Um, but tonight I want to use this passage to preach on this subject. Some memorials we should have in our lives some memorials we should have in our lives. Or you could have this title, Some Memorials God Wants Us to Have in Our Lives. Uh, We see from our text that it is important to God for the children of Israel to remember some things. And I believe it's important in the life of a Christian for us to remember some things. And so I want to use this text to help us tonight. Father, we thank you once again for what you've done for us already today. We ask the Spirit of God now that He would speak to our hearts, strengthen us, uh, may the message tonight get us to ponder and reflect on the things that you have done in our life. Then may we make it a point and a purpose to remember and recall those things. And Father, may these memorials that we set in our own life, may they be used to teach others uh, of the good things of God. May we be used to teach others of the goodness of God. We ask your hand of blessing, it's in Jesus' name we pray, amen. As I've already mentioned, as we know, tomorrow being Memorial Day, it really is a sacred day. It should be in the history of our nation. It's to remember those who gave their lives so we can have our freedom. And Certainly, the history of our nation, there there is many, many stories uh, that could be told. Uh, there's many who <clears throat> gave their life, and they're, they're literally, their stories unknown. And that's why we set aside a day to remember their sacrifice This is important, and in our nation, uh, it has been set as a day where we are to remember, because if we forget the sacrifice, we lose touch with not only the cost of freedom, but also the price paid for that freedom. It reminds us of why we have what we have. And if you want to change the course of a nation, get them to forget from whence that nation came. Uh, we, we have a lot of problems in our, in, our, in our nation. They can all be summarized as the fact that we've turned our back on God. Uh, they can be summarized by that. But part of that is forgetting uh, the hand of God in the founding of our nation, forgetting the blessings that we have because of God. America has a fascinating, has an incredible story. It, 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 there's never been a nation like our nation, but yet so many have forgotten the things that have made our nation great. Now, some of this has been on purpose because if you want to change a nation, get them to forget, get them to be unaware. Uh, It's it's frustrating um, to look at a generation that has no idea so out of touch with the founding of our country. In some ways, it's not their fault because there's generations and some just negligence and some on purpose that have failed to Point to the memorials and to remind uh, some what we have and why we have it. Uh, if you've had the privilege to go to Washington, D.C., and uh, I'd wait about three and a half more years before you go, but uh, if you've had the, the privilege to, to go there and to see the monuments, to, to see the things that are there, it's a moving thing. It is something when you, you visit those memorials, Uh, Arlington National Cemetery comes to mind, and, and if you've ever visited there, if you haven't, if you ever get the opportunity, I would encourage you to do so. What a sobering thought. And then to read the history of how that cemetery even came about, and then to know that every one of those markers is by someone who is willing to give their life for our country. It's a memorial. You see the things that are to remind us and by the way, that's why uh, those that are anti-American, and yes, you can, you can be an American citizen and be anti-American. You, you can serve in the United States Congress and be an anti-American. You can sit in the White House and be anti-American. That's why they want to change our history because they want to take away the memorials so that we don't remember, so that we don't know. We have a duty and responsibility as Americans to remember. Uh, just just as I'm just chatting with you tonight, I'm not dialoguing with you, just, chat, just chatting with you a uh, little bit, and tomorrow will be a nice day uh, at the Neil House, it'll be a little bit relaxed, and um, uh, we will enjoy the day off, and I make a point, every Memorial Day, I'm going to read some, I'm going to spend time with the Lord, but I'm going to read some American history. Uh, that's just something I do, I, I do that a lot anyway, uh, but uh, I want to remember um, the things that have taken place in our nation. Certainly this would apply to us as Americans. It's certainly appropriate for us to think of this because tomorrow is Memorial Day. We want to enjoy that day off. We want to stop and think about the things that we have and why we have them. But more important for us to remember than as Americans why we have what we have and to point to some memorials and say this is why, this is what happened here, this is what took place. This is the price that was paid. To remember those things, God has always given instruction to His people to have some memorials. If you study that word in the Bible, it's mentioned many times. I want—I want, I want to think—is it in the 40s a number of times? It's mentioned in the Scripture, and sometimes it's mentioned as it is in our passage tonight to to set a memorial so that future generations. Will ask the question, what means these stones? What are these stones all about? And so then it gives a reason to explain. In this case, God delivered his people into the promised land. Those very stones came from the water, came from the, 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 the river, that God's people walked across and God parted that and they walked over on dry ground and to remind them what God had done. It's also in the context of when you don't do what you're supposed to do. I think of the book of Nehemiah. Nehemiah said, and I'm paraphrasing, we're going to do the work, and you're not going to have part of the memorial. When the story is told for generations, you're not going to be part of it. Friend, don't, don't, don't do anything but feel sorry for those that leave the work of God. Because when the blessings are unfolded, they'll have no part of it. When the, when, the, uh, when the story is told, when the lives are, 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 are give testimony, they'll have no part of it. So he uses that memorial as something that is very, very important. And certainly in our text this evening, it's an important thing as God's people go into the promised land, this land that God has given them. And by the way, I know we, we fast forward hundreds of years later, they're really you can debate whose land is whose. God's already established Um, That whose land uh, is over there in the Middle East, if you haven't been keeping up. There's been a few hostilities over there. Uh, But God's already decided, and and that will be reestablished one day. Uh, But they've been on this long journey, and it's a reminder that God keeps His Word. One of the greatest downfalls that I know to be true in the life of Christians can be centered around what I'm going to talk about tonight. Sometimes we just forget how good God's been. Failure on our part. Sometimes we just don't make a point to remember what God has done for us. That's a failure on our part. And we have a responsibility as a, a if you have a generation under us, we have a responsibility to continue ourselves to remember so that we can, therefore, we can stay faithful, but also point to those that come behind us and remind them what God has done. Remind them of how good God has been. And with this concept tonight and with this truth tonight, let me also remind us that as a church, as we set forth to expand and to go into construction and to sacrifice, it's a memorial for faith. It's a memorial for God's people trusting the Lord. But as I I think of this this evening, I think of Memorial Day tomorrow. I think of the memorial that's mentioned in Joshua chapter number four. It brings me to think of some memorials we should have in our own life. I I am one, and I believe you know this about me, I am one that never wants to be ungrateful. I I don't want to be an ingrate. I don't want to forget how good God's been to me. I don't want to forget... I don't forget, as an American, I don't want to forget the, the names of, of our forefathers. I want, to, I want to know the sacrifices that were made. I want to uh, acknowledge. I don't want to forget that. As a child of God, I don't want to forget uh, those who've invested in me. I don't want to forget uh, those unnamed martyrs of generations gone by who would not bend to compromise, who would not renounce their faith, I want to remember those who paid a price so that I can have it. And so as I I gave some thought to this, I uh, want to mention some memorials that all of us ought to have as a child of God in our life. God said, Joshua, establish that. And Scripture says it's established to this day. You can go to Israel and you can still hear this story told. You can still hear an account of what God has done for His people. almost to think of some memorials in our lives. Number one, there's a memorial of God's eternal salvation. I don't ever want to forget that I'm saved. How long are you going to be saved? Forever. Eternity. I don't ever want to get away from that. I don't ever want to forget that. I need to establish, I may not take 12 stones from a river, and stack them on top of each other as a memorial, but in my own life, I need to establish some things that cause me to remember my salvation, cause me to remember the fact that I'm saved, cause me me to stop, reflect, and remind myself that I am a born-again, redeemed child of God. There's nothing... No one can do about that, including the devil himself. I am saved. I am secure for eternity. I don't have to fear death on this side because that's just the portal I'm going through to to spend the rest of my life. Truth of the matter is, you know, we are immortal. So we're going to die. Oh, no, no, no. We have eternal life. We have eternal life. Those who've gone on before us, when they they take that last breath on here, we we use the term death, the scripture uses the term death, but that's just the beginning of eternity. I want to remember the price that was paid for my salvation. You know, We ought to be be reminded every time we come to the house of God that we're saved. I don't know, there's, there's certain hymns, maybe you have hymns that are special to you. I have certain hymns that are special to me that remind me of the fact that I'm saved. It reminds me of what what God did for me. Maybe in your own life, you can go to the place where you got saved. Maybe you can reflect on the circumstances around when you fell under conviction and you realized you were a sinner and you called on the name of Jesus. Maybe you can go back in your mind to the circumstances around. I believe it's good for us to take time. We'll stop tomorrow, hopefully, as Americans and reflect on the sacrifice of others so that we can be free. Doesn't it just make sense that even more than once a year, we stop and reflect on the fact that I'm saved? I'm on my way to heaven. God loved me enough to send His Son. Jesus cared enough for us that He would pay His sin debt. I ought to set some markers in my life. I ought to set a memorial in my life to remind me of my own salvation. Somebody who gets disgruntled and discouraged and, and leaves the things of God—they've forgotten about their salvation. Well, Pastor, things just aren't going well. I'm just, I'm just. I understand that life can throw you some pretty hard things, but if you're saved, you're saved for eternity. For forever. Well, you can sleep good at night knowing you're saved. You can, you can enter into the valley of the shadow of death though, when you're saved. You can claim victory if you're saved. I don't want to forget my salvation. So, uh, this is something that we all must do. We all must set some markers, set some memorials in our own life, in our own mind, that remind us that we are saved. Are you saved tonight? Let me see your hand. Let's live like it. Let's rejoice like it. Let's have victory like it. Let's face the week. Let's face, let's face the, the, the next month. Let's face the remainder of the year. No matter what life brings us, let's be reminded. Say, well, I just I, I forgot that I was saved. Hey, set some time. Reflect on your salvation. Remember. Set a memorial. There ought to be some scripture that reminds you. I don't know if it's ever happened to you. A song sung brings back a memory. Maybe a text is read. That's the text, that's, 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 that's the text that the preacher was preaching out of when I got saved. Whatever it is in your life, the circumstances around your salvation, I believe we must set some memorials. I remind you again what God's, God gives instruction to Joshua. I don't want the people to forget. I don't want the people to forget. Now, if they had forgotten, did it change the fact that God had fulfilled his promise? No. No. But what they should have done and what God wanted them to do, God wanted them to remember and shame on us as a recipient of the greatest gift in the world, salvation, if we, if we, if we forget. Shame on us as, as, as recipients of living in the greatest nation if we forget what it, the price has been paid. Oh, We grumble and complain as Americans, these, these, these and, and, and And we're not wrong... But let's let's put it in the the realm that really matters for eternity. We're saved on our way to heaven. Have you set some memorials, some things in your life that would remind you that you're saved? Uh, Number two, we ought to have a memorial of God's work in our life. God did a work at the moment of salvation. He changed your eternity. You think about this, and it's good for us to be reminded. Your eternity Positionally, you you were in hell, and now positionally at salvation, you're in heaven. Your record in heaven was changed. There's a record of every sin. But after your salvation, there's a new record under your name. And if you've forgotten, let me remind you, it's the same record as Jesus Christ. It's perfection. Perfection. God did a work in your life as salvation. Changed your eternity. But every one of us could give testimony of things that God has done in our life since salvation. How He's changed us, how He's given us victory, how He's helped us to overcome. I can think of God's work in my own life. I have a responsibility to remind myself to set some memorials that cause me to think It may be as simple as setting an entry on my calendar to remind me that this is the day that I made a decision for the Lord. It may be as simple as driving through a place in in the country of where I was when God used circumstances in my life to do a work in my life. Uh, the, whatever it is, we need to have a memorial of God's work in our life. I can think back and I can reflect in, in the circumstances around my own salvation, but the circumstances around uh, my call to preach, the circumstances I can I can think, I can hear clearly. I know who was preaching tonight. I know the circumstances around when God spoke to my heart about pastoring, when I surrendered to, to, to not just be a preacher, but to pastor. I, I can think of the things that God did in my life to teach me lessons. And some of them were uh, was as simple as, as God using a man of God, but some of them were God using circumstances in my life to teach me something very valuable. I don't ever want to forget what God has done for me. I don't ever want to forget how He has changed me. I don't ever want to forget how His grace and His mercy, and, and God does great works for us, and he, the gospel cleans us up, and the more we apply the Word of God to our life, the more victory we have, and the, more we change, the more we become like Christ. Don't forget what He's done for you. you remember when you had that victory that you needed, that battle? You said, Only God can help me. And now you say, God help me. I have victory over it. Instead of letting the devil remind you of what you used to be doing, why don't you set some markers to remind you Of what God did in your life. And how God God used his word. And maybe God used his man. Or maybe God used uh, the still small voice of a child of God. Or the encouragement of a child of God. Or maybe God, fairly speaking, grabs you by the back of the neck and shook you and chastised you. And said, it's time for you to get right with me. And today you can testify and say, I thank God that he intervened in my life. I thank God that he worked in my life. We have to set some things to remind us of what He's done for us. But a lot of us would say that we have a life's verse. A verse that God has used in our life. A verse that we want to pattern our life after. That's exactly what I'm talking about. It's a reminder to us of what God has done in our life. It's a reminder of us of what God wants to do with our life. But shame on us. If we forget the victories God's given us, the pastor, I just forget. The older I get, the more I forget. Well, God knew that his people would forget too. And that's why God in the midst of this, can you imagine the feeling that these, and we we've talked through Deuteronomy for that whole year last year and stretched out longer than a year actually. And they're wandering in the wilderness, and all Moses said, you're going to do this, and you're going to do this, and when you get there, this is what God wants you to do, and this is how you're going to run things. Now they are crossing the Jordan into their promised land. Joshua is leading them. Can you imagine how, how that must have felt like? And God stopped them and said, Joshua, stop. Get one man from every tribe to get a stone, and then to take it, and you're going to establish a memorial so that when others come and say, what mean these stones? Somebody will have to stop and say and tell the story of what God did. It would be okay if you and I had some memorials that caused us to stop. And somebody says, why does that mean so much to you? What, 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 does, that, what does that really mean? Or, or I can tell in some cases when it's a hymn that means something. Because I can see the reaction. I can see in some cases when we're reminded of what God has done for us. It's up to us, ladies and gentlemen, to set the memorials so that we don't ever forget God's work in our life. Don't get the mindset that we get sometimes as Christians. Well, I just just don't understand why God's allowed these things. I don't understand things. Things just aren't working out. Hey, God has done a work in the life of all of us. He had, and he continues to want to do a work. Make a memorial of God's work in your life. Number three, we need to make a memorial, set a memorial of God's faithful servants. I don't want to ever forget those who were faithful that God used in my own life. There's some preachers of the past that God has used and continues to use in my life. I don't ever want to forget them. Matter of fact, I'm not ashamed of them. But I don't ever want to forget the unnamed faithful servants, that if I use their name, nobody would know who they were. But they were faithful servants nevertheless. Uh, we, we need a revival of gratitude for those who have invested in us. We need a revival of that. You know, it's, it's okay to put a Sunday school teacher who prayed for you on a pedestal instead of somebody who's never done a thing for you. I want to make a point of that, to stop and set a memorial so I can be thankful for somebody taking part of their life and putting part of their life into my life. I want to be thankful for that. I want to be grateful for that. But if we don't stop and set the markers, we will forget those who have invested in us. We will forget those who were faithful. We will forget those and say, well, they're in glory now. They've gone on. I still don't want to forget them. I I want to remind myself, even if nobody else knows who they are, I know who they are. I know what they've done for me. I know how God used their life to influence my life. I believe I have a responsibility to remind myself I have things in my office that seem insignificant, but the very sight of them reminds me of somebody. And the thought of that somebody reminds me of how God used them in my own life. There are quotes, there are Pictures, there are things to remind me of somebody else's investment in me. Let us not be guilty of being ungrateful for those who've invested in us. Sadly, when we leave the things of God, we need to be reminded we leave the people of God. We turn our back on those who've invested in us. We have an admonition from Scripture, and I want to remind us of the admonition from Scripture often of our admonition to be faithful. Because quite frankly and bluntly, Christ is worthy of our faithfulness. You know, I've taken a a new stance here in the last few years. I'm not begging anybody to serve God. I'm preaching the Word of God. Christ is worthy to be served. You You don't need a better reason than that. You don't need a greater reason than Jesus Christ, the King of kings, the Lord of lords, died for your sins, the Savior, the one who's returning again for you. We don't need a greater motivation to serve God than that. But I want us to be mindful. Besides Jesus Christ, there are others who have invested their lives into our life. And the older I get, and some of you are still bitter at me for bringing up the age in the Sunday school lessons, but the older I get, the more I'm reminded that that's what I'm using in my life. It's when I teach my own children, when I instruct others, I'm taking the most valuable thing I have, which is my time, which is my energy, which is my effort to put it into somebody else's life. I'm very aware of that. Uh, I'm, very, I'm very aware. That's why the thing, well, Pastor, don't take it personal. No, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm spending my life to try and help you. But, But I can't put a premium on that I can't remind you of that if I'm going to forget those who did the very same thing for me so I want to set some memorials of God's faithful servants whose sacrifice I benefit from I I can't take it for granted knowing and and I'm reminded often the people who pray for me that's something that I, I want to always remember I, I, this is, we're a unique unique group, you know that, right? Uh, I'll say unique instead of weird, but we're a a unique group. What I mean by that is your pastor is someone who grew up amongst you, Um, and we still love each other. How about that? You know, and and there are stories to tell, and there are, are things that we know, but I don't ever want to forget Those who have invested in my own life. It's been a while since I've told the story of Brother Bland taking the Sunday school class on a camping trip. I tell that story just to aggravate him. But I don't want to forget that a man I get to pastor now was also my Sunday school teacher as a child. I give Mrs. Nelson a hard time just because I don't like her. Moving on to number four. <laughs> now, I don't want to forget those who have invested. There are preachers in heaven who they, they'll, they never know on this side of eternity the influence they've made in my life. There are servants of God who impacted me. who Nobody would know their name. It's my responsibility to set a memorial. And friend, if it's my responsibility, it's your responsibility. It would do us well to every once in a while just think of those who faithfully taught us the Word of God. Think of those who faithfully prayed for us. Think of those who let their lives be an example so that we could have the opportunities we have. There ought to be a memorial of God's faithful servants, and then there ought to be a memorial of God's promises. Think of the promises of God. God's never broken one of them. You know, it's sometimes good for us to just be reminded that God's promises are true. And I've lived long enough, I've seen enough of life that I can talk to you for a long time about the fulfillment of God's promises in my own life and how good He has been and how He's kept His word. And I can look to those that are younger, or maybe those who haven't been saved as long as I've had the privilege of being saved, and I can say, you just trust God. You just give it a little more time. And you just put your faith in Him, because if God has made a promise, it will be fulfilled. But I don't want to forget that. We as Christians, we forget the goodness of our God. We forget the fulfillment of His promises. We forget that His Word is true, it is sure, we can depend on it, and from time to time we need to stop and just be reminded, I can trust God, I, I, I want to be reminded of His fulfillment of His Word in my own life. We get cold in our heart, and part of the reason is because we fail to remember what God's done for us. These stewardship Sunday school lessons, if they haven't helped you, I, they've helped me as I prepare them, as I study them. And somebody who has the mindset, I'll do whatever I want to do with my time, talent, and treasure, they have forgotten. This will help some of us, and sometimes it's a simple answer, and we don't, we don't want to accept it. Sometimes we say, what happened to brother so-and-so or sister so-and-so that they, they served the Lord for so long and then all of a sudden it might be as simple as they failed to remember who God was. They failed to remember how good God's been to them. I'm not going to, and I've been preaching on this on Sunday nights, I'm not changing my Bible. Because I've never forgotten the stand in the sacrifice that preachers of generations gone by have paid the price. I, I'm, I'll never, to use that as an example, I'll never forget sitting in the living room with Dr. Al Lacey and letting him tell stories of the battles and the price that was paid over his stand on the Word of God. I refuse to forget that. It helps me stay passionate about God's perfect word. I refuse to waste the life and the sacrifice. Now, I, it's very easy because all of us have a tendency to forget. It's our responsibility to set a memorial. Young people, you have, you have parents who bring you to the house of God. They do their best to rear you in the things of God. If you forget to honor them, It's not their fault. It's your fault. It's your fault. It's the child's responsibility to obey mom and dad. Then it's the child's responsibility to honor. What? They weren't perfect. Refer to my message on Jesus, the perfect child. That covers it all. But we have a responsibility. Just as one example, you have to set some memorials to remind you to not forget some things. Now, uh, we get so busy in our life, and we remember Memorial Day because, like, oh, I don't have to go to work. Why do I not have to go to work? Well, it's Memorial Day. Oh, okay, it's Memorial Day. It's okay. We know. We're reminded. It's on the calendar. Now Take advantage of it. Just like we say, well, it's Easter Sunday. We want to celebrate the resurrection of Jesus Christ. No, nope, we celebrate it today as well. Because we celebrate it all the time because it's, it's, it's the most significant thing that's ever taken place. We want to be, but it's okay to, to, to have something that reminds us at another time, this is what happened. Uh significant events that come around in our life and we start to think, oh, you know what? It helps us to remember, you know, I want to do something for their birthday because we're reminded of what they mean to us. We, we also have the responsibility of, in addition to all those things that I've mentioned as just simple examples, to set some memorials. If God would tell Joshua, I know this generation has been waiting to get into this promised land. And there's land to be conquered. That the plenty of that land that no man's ever seen like is plenty of that land. It's there for you. But before you go any further, this is what I want you to do. I want you to set a memorial so that you don't ever forget that I gave it to you. I want you to ever forget that my promises are true. I want you to never forget this occasion. And friend, shame on us as a nation if we forget generations gone by, the sacrifice that they've made. You know, uh, last year there was, well, for COVID, these these seniors, they didn't get to do this and this and this. Well, there's been generation after generation after generation where there's 18, 19-year-olds, they went off the war and they never came back. Shame on us if we forget. Shame on us if we waste their sacrifice as Americans. But shame on us if we forget what Christ did for us. Shame on us if we waste the lives of Christian parents, of Sunday school teachers, of faithful preachers, of faithful Christians. Shame on us. I'll tell you one thing. I'll give you one of my memorials off that I go to Hebrews chapter 11, and I think of the unknown, the unnamed martyrs who would not renounce Jesus Christ as their Savior. I think of them because I want to remember that there's some who've had to pay a greater price than I've had to pay. And there's just something about when I think of them it motivates me. I mean, somebody was mean to you on social media, and we want to quit on God. We want to turn in our Bible. Well, so and so, I know they, 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 they made fun of me because they, they mocked me because I, I went, to, oh, 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 poor us. Set some memorials to remind us of who God is of what he's done for us. I don't ever want to forget. I don't ever want to forget. You can see it in the, you can almost see it in the eyes of a Christian who's given up and forgotten everything that God's ever done for them. Let's set some, but for the grace of God, set some memorials so you don't forget. Oh, we ought to think about those who've invested in us. When's the last time you said thank you to somebody who's made a difference in your life, well, they know they may, but it'll do you good to say thank you. Well, Pastor, they're no longer here. We they're only they're they're in glory, or maybe, maybe they're they're maybe they're living unfaithful now. Well, you can be thankful for the time they were faithful. And say, I'm going to hold to what I know to be true, and don't give it up. You know, it's, it's, I'm getting off subject now. But those that are unfaithful now, they can still get rewards in heaven when we're faithful when they taught us the truth. Set some markers. You know, I'm a Baptist and I'm proud to be a Baptist. If you weren't a Baptist, what would you be? I'd be embarrassed. That's what I would be. I, I, I'm, proud, I'm proud to be a Baptist. I want to remind myself, we want to talk about reparations. Well, I think the Catholic Church owes the Baptist people some. You say, uh, and recently I, I have been invited to be a part of a interfaith initiative in our city. I can't do it because I have Baptist forefathers who were burned at the stake. I can't do it. I don't want to forget that. I'm not going to be unkind. I'm not trying to be unkind. But at the same time, I want to set some memorials that keep me in the minds of some just a cantankerous, ornery dinosaur of a preacher who just won't get with the times. No, it's called, just as an American, I'm not progressive because I know the sacrifice that's been made in our country. I don't want to get away from that. As a child of God, I don't want to get away from my salvation. I don't want to get away from the Word of God. I don't want to get away from those things. Let's set some memorials in our life. Father help us.